Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Mm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, Dan, how do you look at, what do you call that, tartan? Do you, do you own any tartan blazers? Turtleson. Turtleson. <laughs> Turtle, Turtleson and tartan. Stuart Sink, man, that must be his uh, pattern of choice because he cannot get enough of that RBC heritage, can he? Gosh, I saw a picture today. I think he said, oh, I'm looking forward to date night. He's got three of them jackets sitting right there in his closet. Looking good. Looking good. He sure does. Congratulations to Stuart Sink. Uh, come a long way from grilling those chicken thighs. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not heard the story about the chicken thighs, make sure you go on our social and look at that. That was a great story by Local 3. That made me crack up. <laughs> by the way, it, it is, that's, that's tartan, right? That plaid I color scheme. It, I it think tartan? you're right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I wonder, I don't know if Chris uh, shared what color blazer that he had on or sport coat that he had on when he came in. But all I know is he said he opened it up and it was lined with uh, with the chicken thighs on the inside. Yeah, the, so. the, he took a photo from his phone. I get the He said it was, uh, he thought it was a gift from the Wyndham and they could pick anything they want as the liner. And Stewart uh, went to his phone and showed the guy a picture of the, the chicken thighs on the, on the, on the smoker. And he's like, I want, this is my, and <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what a hell of a uh, tournament for Stewart Sink. Those 63, 63, 69, 70. I believe those two, those pair of 63s were the low rounds of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it was, uh, hey, just don't lose on Sunday. And he f- comes in and uh, fires um uh, one under 70. So, um, nobody really close. I mean, at 19 under, uh, I mean, he kind of said it, what a nice guy though. Uh, yeah. seems like, right. I mean, just uh, very honest down to earth, straightforward, uh, really exciting to see, uh, see Stewart pull that his third victory at heritage. I think he was what? Oh, three Oh nine. And now in 2021 at age 47, um, I think that makes him a seven time winner on the PGA tour. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, no. Oh, nine. He won the, uh, uh, he won the open championship. Uh, I think he snatched that from Tom Watson. I do believe, but, uh, yeah, two wins on the tour this year. Uh, one at, um, at the Safeway and, uh, now at RBC, I think he's in the FedEx cup standing. What's it put him at third, 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 right behind JT. And he is tied with Bryson on, uh, the most wins on tour uh, for win, the season. Wins on tours. Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's Bryson mid twenties. Yeah. And now you got a 47 year old. So uh, I wanted to ask you, I've been, been he's saving 20 this question. more years older than Bryson. Bryson's 27 and still yeah. is 47. Yeah. So I, I wanted to ask, and then, you know, this is in no way are we taking anything away from Stuart sinks when, uh, played just out outstanding golf. You know, we said when we recorded last week's DraftKings show, uh, you know, it might not necessarily favor the Bombers. And uh, I would say that it didn't. And it was, uh, you know, I mean, he just kind of picked his spots and uh, and he hit them. Yeah. And, and he made putts. It's, you know, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's called a recipe for a victory right there. But it, so who do you think really? So let's talk about Eh, golfers, non-golfers, whatever. Who do you really think walked away feeling really, really good about this weekend? <laughs> you gave me some he, hints. He, you gave me some he hints. May be, he may be 45 <laughs> years old. He allegedly, he may be um, one of, one of uh, the best golfer of all time. 
he may reside on Jupiter Island in Florida. Um, I don't. Any guesses? Well, I'll tell you the guess I'm thinking of. Um, I saw this post on PGA Tour Twitter today where they said, I think Stuart Sink's uh, hairstyle is going to catch on. They had a picture of Webb with the bald head and the, and the <laughs> suntan. They had a picture of all these guys. I think, I think Tiger could have that. They could have that look. I think he could have that I, look. I, I absolutely <laughs> think so. Tiger's got to be feeling. I mean, that's got to be a little, uh, a little shot of adrenaline there for Tiger, man, looking at Webb Simpson getting it done out there with people, you know, half his age. And uh, he. I mean, did I mean Stewart didn't he didn't falter, man. He didn't waver whatsoever. Nope. I you know, does it hurt that his kid's on the bag? Probably not. Nope. I'm sure he's um I would almost look at that and say, is it adding extra pressure on him? But, you know, just in the all the interviews, the pressers that he did and, and just the, the commentary around himself and his team, uh, definitely a lot of confidence there. And, uh, you know, I mean, working with family, you know, it's uh, it's got to be a great feeling to uh, to stand in the in the winner circle two times in one season with your son. Yeah. But, but so let me ask you, let me pose another question to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we get Stuart on the show, we we uh, we got it. so maybe he'll listen to this and he'll be prepared with the with his answer. We won't catch him off guard. You give him the 2009 British Open, or you give him the RBC Heritage with his son on the bag. You only take one. Which one are you taking? That's tough. That's I know. tough. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, I think he's probably going to say the Open just because it's the major. But I would think he couldn't be more delighted in terms of where he's at right now from this game perspective. And then having the sun on the bag, I mean, he's probably having the most fun of his life. I mean, I heard that, you know, they they have strategy sessions the night before about how they're going to attack the course and everything. He beat Colin Morikawa on shots gained approach last week. So he is having a good time out there. Whoa. Yeah, he's got to be riding high, man, coming off of that tournament. So interesting to see. I'll tell you what, give me uh, give me give me an ocean course. Give me some decent weather. Give me, I, again, I'll say a diluted field. I don't want to say a weak field. Right. Uh, and Stuart sinks in my lineup every time. Mm-hmm. Every time going forward, he's going to be in my lineup. Yeah. I don't know how anybody could look and think anything different. Well, we were playing them. We were on them um, last yeah. couple last couple months. Yeah, we were on them. We weren't on, I wasn't on them last week, but we've been on them for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did. So I did walk away with a little bit of money this weekend. I did have him in a secondary tournament. Uh, unfortunately, who were the two guys that missed? I had Cantlay and some of the guy in there that missed the cut. So mm. I'm like going, what the hell's mm. happening there? But uh, he definitely made up for it and then some. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, was good to see him out there. So uh, I don't know. Does uh, you know, We talked about it again, once again, in our, our DraftKings show prior to the RBC is, uh, you know, Heritage getting kind of spoiled down there. You know, we had the coming into Heritage right right off the COVID break, get this, just a star-studded lineup uh, this week, which typically, you know, you, you're not going to have a lot of players show up because it's always the week after the Masters. Uh, another, another ringer here, Stuart Sink tends to win after a major championship. It's a good point. So another another stat to look at for that guy, but uh, yeah, great great golf. I enjoyed. Why I enjoyed the. Uh, I thought uh, the, hey, positive positive words for the film crew mm. or the media out there. I thought they did a great job of capturing the dialogue between between him oh, and his yeah. son. Mm-hmm. And you know, hey, what are we doing? Uh, who Dottie or Trevor? I forget who it was, but uh, what was what was he saying? He's he's uh, and this was on Sunday coming in, maybe 16, 15, 16. Uh, He's like. I, 
I'm going AP. I'm going AP. They're like, oh, what does AP mean? What's it mean? What's it? Uh, it's like, what would Arnold Palmer do? And, uh, you know, come to find out, it's uh, he's attacking the pin. And, I mean, it just, it just shows what kind of confidence that guy had coming in. I mean, again, 63, 63, 69. I don't know how you can't have confidence coming into the final round on Sunday. You're leading by, what was he, by four or five strokes ahead of everybody? Yeah, like four or five, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's confident. It's confidence in its own, but just was striking the ball beautifully. And uh, I didn't really see him miss any of his – uh, miss any of his spots. I mean, it, it was, uh, he was pretty much dialed in. Maybe the putter got a little away from him uh, on Sunday, but uh, you know, outside of that, just uh, really, really, really fun tournament to watch. And, and again, I enjoyed it because it was Stuart. I liked the fact of all the, uh, how they were capturing the, uh, the on-course action, what they were giving us, the, just the chemistry between he and his son uh, couldn't have, couldn't have been more fun. So yeah, really enjoyed that one. Congrats, you know, we, we talked with John Tattersall from the masters and he was doing his uh we just have a little fun with him with the let's get ready to rumble <laughs> <laughs> and uh we had a good time with that but what is Stuart sink doing to the pga tour he's won twice now he's third in the fedex cup standings uh the Ryder cups this year uh he's got kind of a shoe in to, to east lake i mean talk about like being like a couple well, laps ahead gonna, of the field <laughs> he's gonna make east lake yeah uh i mean if he keeps this up and, and he didn't have to win anything else he just give him uh, what a couple more top tens probably puts mm-hmm. him in in Ryder Cup contention. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I I think you know all the positivity that I that I've saw uh, or that I've seen after the tournament. Uh, I think people are supportive of it. I mean, I, I think everybody's kind of on the on the sink. Uh, they're heading to Sink Island, man. It's like, why, why wouldn't they? That's good. That's good. And do you see uh, Sink as being a Ryder Cup captain at some point? You know, up until this year, I, I would have probably said no. Uh, maybe a co-captain, something along those lines. I, I, I don't know. Does one good season, and, and he's had many good seasons, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know that that, you know, I, it, does he have the the Davis Love the Third uh, aura about him on the golf course, right? right. I mean, you, you know, you, you look at Dave, you look at just some of the past captains, and I, I don't know that he, that, does he deliver that? Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think from a strategy perspective and, you know, the way the guy kind of lines up, I mean, it, it's, it looks like he's got a game plan together and he kind of knows what he's doing. Obviously not kind of, he does know what he's doing. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. I, I mean, how do you get away from the names though? Right. I mean, how do you get away from the Tigers and the Phils? Well, I guess Roy would be for, uh, he'd be for the Euros, but you know, I, I don't know that he, I don't know that he has that brand equity that's going to push him over the top. And again, getting hot later in his career, he, he was hot earlier in his career. Don't get me wrong, but you know, with this kind of resurgence that he's having, I don't know, is there enough, is there enough gas left in the tank to kind of get him to that elite, right? I mean, I think if you said, Hey, name an elite player on tour, I don't know that anybody would necessarily pull Stuart Sink's name. I don't know if that would be on, on the top 10. So, you know, that, that's probably the rub, uh, the rub, you know, I mean, do you have a, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I- interesting, uh, interesting perspective for sure. A couple of their call outs real quick. Uh, cause I'm, you know, here in the Carolinas and not too far from me. So you in Pirateville HV three, man. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Other So Fires uh, shoots two 66s. He didn't shoot around over 69. So 66, 68, 69, 66. I think that's his best tournament finish yet. Uh, I could be wrong. We're not professionals at this. No, I think but, it is. Uh, I think it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, good, good uh, great showing there for HV3. Corey Connors had another good, um, another good uh, one. Corey Connors, man, 67-64. That's 72 on Saturday. Just kind of tore him up and shoots. Uh, you know, comes back and fires a 68. So he recovered on Sunday. But yeah, I was a little surprised. Speaking of, uh, the Pat Mayo Major Series one and done. I uh, mm. probably butchered that to hell, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we did pick Corey Connors, so we got a T4 out of him there i need to i did not go and look at the standings in that prior to us recording it's a good but, call out um, that's, a, that's a good pick yeah yeah we'll need to go back and take a look you know i i don't know so so by the way just so you know i let dan pick the first one uh he picked jt let's let's we'll move on and we'll say i picked Corey connors and we've got a t4 here <laughs> so uh and i don't know what we're gonna do with uh with the zurich uh, coming up. I don't know if we're going to do a one and done on that. I don't, I don't think that that Pat is going to do one. So we may, uh, we'll adjust to that when we get to Alternate that part, shot. But, Dan's uh, back in the leaderboard here. <laughs> Dan's picking again. Here we're going with Morikawa and Matt Wolf. <laughs> uh, let's see who no, else we fired. Uh, going with Morikawa and Matt Wolf. <laughs> you are. Uh, now they're going to win. Now they're going to win. Yeah. Hey, uh, no, no, they're not. No, 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 they are not. Uh, who else played well over the weekend? Uh, Chris Kirk. T- Chris Kirk. He's seven. playing this tournament week too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a great, had a good round uh let's see morikawa he kind of well, i mean he comes in at one over on uh he was there on sunday, on, on so. sunday night he was there yeah 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 he just couldn't close the deal man yeah. couldn't close it uh, putter's kind of shaky cameron smith fires at 60 shoots a 62 so i misspoke so cameron smith had the low round coming in on friday Andy, hey camp and he caught a big old maybe, fish he caught a big old fish. did you see you it? need to be fishing before every tournament <laughs> fishing before every tournament get him get him loosened up kind of free the mind hey, but you know he came what? back if they ever make a Jaws remake, he should play that guy that had the toothpick. Oh, yeah. What was his name in the, like, uh, after, I forget. Shit. Yeah. It, I don't know, Captain Sully yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah. But... he should play the captain. Yeah. <laughs> Keep uh, that same see. haircut, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of, I may, I may start, I start growing, I'm, I'm, I'm almost mullet-esque back here, so I'm, I may start rocking the, uh, the Cam Smith on the show, you never yeah. know. Uh, uh, but yeah, that 74 on Saturday just tore him up. Good buddy. I mean, he rebounded and fires a 66 on Sunday, mm-hmm. so uh, the course was gettable, man. I mean, there were lots of low scores out there so that's uh, shane lowry uh t9 had a pretty good tournament mm-hmm. uh, he had, a, had one off day at plus one mm-hmm. uh let's see webb simpson what happened to weber man i, I everybody's kind of riding the pretty putter. high on him the putter's tough man yeah. t9 but you know still still didn't uh, didn't really deliver he still got a shot uh shot point three gain on the approach on the field for the tournament uh off the tee another shot t to green 2.3 for webb for the tournament so he's striking the ball really well and just uh, around the green and the putter has just not been there for him and hasn't been there for him so far this year. So yeah, hopefully get that rolling. DJ man, talk about a, uh, talk about a yo-yo round. He's 70, 67, 71, 66. So he comes in and fires a five under on Sunday to close it out. I don't know. I, I I'm not talking about his game. Talking about his head game, looks like he's just kind of not there, man. Just yeah. it, it, it just doesn't look like he's um, just doesn't look like he's really committed to uh, to be out there. Well, so. was he there just because of the sponsor? You think last week? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did take the weekend off. <laughs> uh, actually, no, he didn't. No, well, he didn't. He 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 squeaked through. He but, squeaked um, through. 
Is it just me? Or was it last year? Not around this time. Because we had the COVID stuff going on. That he like made a phone call. I think it was to Rory. I think he wanted to play the Zurich with Rory. I don't know. I, I kind of remember that. Like a story coming about him wanting to play with Rory. So anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, uh, that's not. Uh, I'm not saying he didn't. I don't recall that. But yeah. Um, but hey, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. No. No. Uh, who else? I don't know. I'm, I'm done with it. Let's, uh, Hey, we don't need to talk about anybody else. Stuart sink, man. Congratulations. Great win. Three-time champion. He'll be in my lineup next time he's there. Uh, Hey, and Oh, there are a couple more things. So tiger woods definitely added this to his roster, uh, on when he, on his comeback and, um, Mr. Commercial himself, Oh boy. Do you, do you think, do you think that he called up team sync and said, send me your schedule and then he handed, and then he handed that off to his manager and said, Hey, copy it. And they're like, yeah, but you don't ever play here. I don't I book it. I want in every tournament Stuart sync plays in, put me in. I don't, how can Ricky Fowler afford not to play the RBC? I don't think he can. I think I think he should be playing these. I mean, like last week was the week they traditionally go him and his crew, which is Speed yeah, and JT. Break. They go, but they go down to Smiley um, Baker's yeah, Bay. Baker's Bay, and it's like, oh, it's the vacation week or whatnot. Well, Ricky is now ranked. Oh, where's he at? One hundred ninth, one hundred ninth in the world now. I think it's time to maybe we skip they skip spring break and maybe start playing some tournaments they have again not to your point not a weak field but not as uh, a marquee field that that he's been trying to play in right so i think well, it's time so so would you rather miss would you rather miss your tour card or would you rather miss spring break i know which one i know which one i'm taking and i probably <laughs> know which one you're taking you're definitely going on spring break trip oh definitely you know you, <laughs> i mean uh, yeah here here's the thing though is he didn't play the Masters, so I mean, I is, is he really missing spring break? He had that week off. <laughs> so. hey, hey, spring break just turned into two weeks. There you go. I don't like picking on Ricky, you know that. I like I like the guy, but I mean, just like, dude, what you, some, you got? You got to try something different here. You know, some of these tournaments that I'm kind of kind of a little head scratch, and I don't think he's in jeopardy of losing his card. I mean, he's no. got uh, well, he's hundred ninth uh, now. <laughs> I know, but he's got the TPC victory, so that gets him uh, that gets him on. Uh, I think I think he's still in on that one. So. Um, I think he's still in good shape. I don't, I don't think not. I mean, for next year, for sure. But I mean, when do you kind of get that ship righted, you know, and, and getting the, well, getting the right, the closer right you get to losing it, the more stressful it gets. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look who he's down there with. He's down there with Spieth, JT. And who'd you tell us? Did you say, uh, smiley Kaufman use a mix name. of trip. Don't, don't know that name. Case in point. Exactly. I think Smiley's still uh, working on his card. So yeah, no, I, I'm just kidding about Smiley. Good, good guy. He had some great runs there. My point is, it could slip away. Yeah. Isn't that a song? By the Doobie it ought Brothers? to be. It ought to be. Speaking of a song, we got to take a quick break. Hey, Cal, what's going on with the uh, the most the most recent barrel pick? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm not drinking it because it just released today. But I would like to say thanks to all the followers and the supporters. 
that got in early, got their orders in for our second major series release for our PGA Championship pick at the Ocean Course. It is a Sagamore cast strength. So for those of you that got it, you're going to love the hell out of it. For those of you that ordered multiples, that is a hell of a smart move because you're going to go through that first bottle extremely quick. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a success, man. So thanks uh, thanks to Rochester. Yeah, I'll screw that up. Uh, well, it's, it's in the post. It's in the post. I don't want to butcher it anymore than I usually do. Uh, but thanks to Rock Elite Barrel Pickers for uh, for partnering with us on that one. We do appreciate it again. And uh, yeah, looking forward to um, looking forward to our next release for the U.S. Open. So if you're interested, when we do post about that at birdies underscore bourbon on all of our social media feeds, be sure to reach out to us as soon as possible. They are limited barrel picks or limited limited bottles because it is a barrel pick so uh, be sure to reach out so far uh, we've been we've received great feedback on the, the picks that we've made and uh, yeah looking forward to uh, to continuing this trend so we appreciate it it's kind of ironic that we're talking about it on the show because we are good at, we are good at picking one thing it's you know good barrels <laughs> <laughs> speaking, speaking of picking one, that I, you, you, I don't know. For some reason, you reminded me of PB in that statement. But um, so we've we're at. Um, this will probably come up later in the show. But just to touch on it, so we've we the past three months we've been at six die courses. You think the players have a little bit of Pete Dye, Pete Dye hangover yet? Little little Pete Dye fatigue. Uh, I'm, I don't know. And, and we're hitting it again. Well, this weekend will be the sixth in, yeah. in the three months. Um, it, I, I'm enjoying it. I like all the golf courses. I think it's I fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Does it get them in kind of a mood and a, and a mindset of, hey, I know kind of where I'm going, the visual. Does you, Do you think the what did he what did PB say? He said it was visually deceiving. Right. Mm -hmm. So do you think as you're playing as many as they are? And, and a lot of these guys have played these, these, these courses these, have got VD. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, but I guess my thing is, is does that, does that visual distraction, do you get kind of numb or immune to it? And does it wear off a little bit? Now, again, they played these courses, you know, many, most of these guys have played them, you know, many times. So, you know, not to say, but it, but when you're playing that stretch of golf courses, you know, in, in that period of time, I just wonder if it, you know, does it, does it start to fit somebody's eye better? I guess it's a trick question, right? Because if that if the if the whole die design doesn't fit your eye, then it just compounds insult and injury there. So yeah, yeah exactly. All right, we're going to get into the uh, the Zurich um, Classic, uh, the course conditions, where they're playing, the field, all that. And then we get our DraftKings pick. We'll be right back. This is Chris Hall from Local 3 and Muffs and Turners, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. Enjoy and hit them straight. Uh, so, Dan, we're heading to New Orleans this week, New Orleans, Louisiana. I thought I would uh, pay homage to the Sazerac <laughs> cocktail, having a little baby Saz. Fantastic pour, by the way, if you can get your hands on it. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're heading to the Zurich Classic TPC, Louisiana. Another, I feel like we're broken records at this point, another Pete Dye design. 
Uh, as previously mentioned, I'm wondering if these uh, if these golfers have a little bit of a die hangover coming on to their uh, six die golf course in three months. Um, I don't know. We'll see. So this this week's going to be a little bit. Of, this is kind of this is the Sazerac rice. So tasty. I'm almost getting like a little green tea on the uh, on the palate on this one. Oh, are you? That's good. I know it's supposed to be a golf show, and now I'm talking about booze again. Um, so it's uh, so TPC Louisiana. It's a par 72. Uh, is it difficult? Well, it's going to set up and be. Uh, what does PB like to say? The course has got VD. It's visually <laughs> distracting. So uh, all the classic die elements are going to show up here once again. Uh, we just came off of. Uh, Harbor Town, which was a Pete Dye design, and then prior to that, I think the um, other most recent was uh, TPC Sawgrass. So again, you know, I think we're what four weeks here, and we've got we've got three um, three tournament three die courses in a row. Um, distance wise, so we're we coming off of a uh, Harbor Town, which was I think just over seventy one hundred. We're coming into TPC Louisiana, which is seventy four hundred yards. And, uh, you know, not a lot of elevation changes that are going to go on here. So it's, it's going to be interesting. The more interesting, well, we'll get into the DraftKings piece of it in a second. But, you know, the interesting part is this is going to be a teamed event. So you're going to have two players uh, playing in teams. And if I can make it to my notes, I'll give you the, uh, the rundown on how that's going to work. So on uh, Thursday, so rounds one and three, it's going to be a four ball setup or best ball and rounds two and four are going to be foursomes alternate shot. So uh, let's see who's their first one. Let's pick on. So, okay. So Rom and Palmer, they're, they're paired up, right? So in the four ball best ball, both players are going to play their ball tee to green, hole out, and then whoever has the best score that'll be recorded for the team. So Rom shoots a par, Palmer shoots birdie. That's a team score of birdie for Rom and Palmer. Right. Um, so rounds two and four are going to be alternate shot. So one player is going to pick odd numbers. One player is going to pick even numbers. So Rom picks odd, Palmer picks even. Rom tees off on every odd hole. Palmer tees off on every even hole. So hole number one, Rom tees off. Palmer hits the second shot. Rom hits the third shot, et cetera. And then Dan the, Eagles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, you just made it more confusing. I can't even keep up with this stuff. I'm definitely going to need a drink after this. Um, so it's alternate shot, right? And again, it's, it's, a, it's a set format in who's going to tee off on every hole. So a little bit of strategy there. Yeah, it's cool. And... Uh, uh, yeah, so it should be fun. It's going to be kind of interesting. Uh, this is the first year that they've had the uh, the DraftKings. Uh, it's the first time that DraftKings has actually had uh, had a game on it. So it's going to be a little bit new. Uh, but before I get too far into that, we'll talk a little more about the course. I believe there's uh, there's over a hundred bunkers on the course. So here's an interesting thing. So this went through a multi-million dollar renovation mm -hmm. in 2020. So they played this tournament last at TPC Louisiana in 2019, didn't play it in 2020, went through its renovation. So this will be the first time that the course has actually seen tournament action. So we don't really know what it's going to look like. So the players, I mean, obviously there's, um, there's some bones to the course or a foundation that they're building off of. 
But with the 100 bunkers, uh, I think water's in play on eight or nine holes, uh, maybe more. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like. It's, uh, you know, is it a long hitters course? We'll talk about some of the past champions in a minute. So you can kind of take from that what you will. A uh, little bit a little bit challenging to find uh, as they're measuring strokes gained on this. So when we're looking, when, when we get into the DraftKings piece, I'm going to be looking at Pete Dye design courses past 24 rounds and kind of make, uh, make our, uh, our bets on that. And um, let's see, what do we miss course wise, Dan? Uh, you hit catching everything. There's a lot of water, right? Yep, so. A lot of water. Yep. Uh, you know, greens, it's not going to be the tradition. Well, last week was uh, at Harbortown. I mean, those are the smallest greens on tour, so they're going to get a little bit of relief from that. Um, and uh, that's going to yeah, be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, yeah. It, it should be fun. I think this is a, this is the only team event that they have on tour, so it should be fun in the sense of of who's paired with who, and we'll get into a little. Well, we can get into a little bit of that now if you want to. Uh, so, well, I'll tell you what. Let, let's talk about past champions. Uh, if I can get to my notes. So 2019, Rahm and Palmer, they're showing up again. Billy Horschel, Scott Piercy in 2018. Notable Billy Horschel also won here at this course in a solo event. And Cameron Smith and Jonas Blixt. Uh, 2017, again, Cameron Smith. Hey, there's great fishing down in Louisiana. I would suggest you take the pole and get a few rounds in. Uh, well, get a few, uh, get a few casts in before the round because it definitely could be advantageous to, uh, at least it was on your Saturday round. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so who's coming in? So, uh, not surprising Ram and Palmer are coming in as, uh, as the favorites followed by Shoffley Cantlay, Smith Leishman, got a little Aussie pairing there, Finau and Champ. So I think one of the things that are going to be interesting, well, when you're going in to set your lineup and, and this was kind of the Dan and I, when we set our lineups earlier, uh, we set our lineups and we talked about the lineup. So it was kind of, it's really weird and how you're going to go for this, right? Because is, are you going for like a Ram and a Palmer that maybe are complementing each other's game? So you've got, you know, Palmer, while he's not short, I mean, he's definitely not the bomber that Ram is. Um, you know, you look at somebody like a Finau and a champ. I mean, both are just, you know, bombers off the tee. And is it going to screw them up a little bit? I mean, I tell you who I don't, wouldn't want to be in their shoes. I wouldn't want to be in Colin Morikawa's shoes teeing it up with Matt Wolf <laughs> because I don't know really how that one's going to go. Uh, but, I, you know, I like that. That Shoffley can't lay. I think that's really good. I think Shoffley's got the most second, most runner-up finishes on tour this season. Uh, so, you know, can't has got a victory. And just, you know, is that going to kind of bode well for him? I, I feel like those two guys will be able to play well off of each other. Obviously, Rahm and Palmer will. They won it last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, who Bubba Watson and Scheffler, right? So, you know, looking at what Scheffler did at the match play event, looked really, really solid. And, you know, but the, here's the thing that I, I you know, I, I would want to say that Watson and Scheffler look good on paper, but then I'm thinking, well, Scheffler hits a lot of fairways. And when it comes to alternate shot and that that's where this thing is going to be one, right? The, the, um, the best ball, it, that's going to be fine. I mean, some people are going to be able to carry others and, and I don't think we're going to see any challenges there. Uh, but I think where the real challenge is going to happen 
is is with like a Watson and Scheffler. And how's Scheffler when it comes to alternate shot? How's he going to manage hitting out of the woods that <laughs> Bubba tends to hit? I mean, but seriously, right? I mean, there's a chance when it's alternate shot, whatever they pick, odd or even, Scheffler may not be hitting out of a lot of fairways. So, you know, I think that's a little bit, a uh, little bit of a struggle. Uh, Grayson Varner. I mean, you know, what are we going to see there? I, you know, I don't know. I, again, I wouldn't call Varner necessarily the longest hitter off the tee. Uh, we'll have to go back and look and see what Grace looks like off the tee and see what he's averaging because that, that may not be a bad pairing either. Um, Horschel and Burns, right? So you've got Billy. He may be the first, I, I think, I don't, yeah, you can quote me, but it could be wrong. I think if Horschel wins this, he'll be the first player to win a solo tournament. And if he wins this tournament, he'll be the only to win multiple team events on the same course while also winning a solo tournament. So is he like, um, ooh, is he like a Phil Collins or... <laughs> Uh, who else? Uh, Clapton. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got. Uh, 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 eh, shit. Uh, he's a beetle. Come he's on. a beetle. <laughs> Not Lennon. Uh, he's McCartney. He's a McCartney. He's, McCartney. Okay. he's a McCartney man. Uh, yeah. I don't. I guess he's or maybe a Lennon. You know, you give me a tuber and I'll get you something out of it. Uh, but yeah. So, but lots of interesting, uh, lots of interesting matchups or, or pairings in this. And some of these, I'm kind of scratching my head wondering, how did they get to Chris Kirk, Brendan Todd? I mean, that's pretty interesting. Uh, Danny, that's actually pretty good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. Uh, Danny Willett, Mm -hmm. Terrell Hatton, uh, Keegan Bradley and Steele. I don't, I don't want to give anything away yet uh, before we get to the DraftKings side, but, uh, that, that Keegan Brat, Keegan and, uh, and Steele. Mm-hmm. I really like that. I think those guys are going to complement each other quite nice. Homa mm-hmm. and Gooch, mm-hmm. um, Henrik Stinson probably playing the best golf he's played in a year. And we saw what Justin Rose did at the masters. I think that's pretty solid. Oosthuizen and Swartzel. I mean, that's two peas in a pod right there. I mean, those guys are team players from way back. Yeah, you know why they're playing together? Because they always play together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, team Oklahoma of Hovland and Ventura. Are they going to be able to feed off of some of that? Uh, who's my guy? Oh, so back to Billy O and Sam Burns. I believe Sam Burns is a native of uh is a louisiana native played at lsu are they going to be able to keep him off bourbon street <laughs> now this is not in new orleans proper it's uh, you know it's in a parish outside of of new orleans but i'm thinking you know it's a little bit of a homecoming for burns so is he going to be able to feed off of that or is it going to drain him because it having a little because it's now granted with this tournament the so the winners it's a uh, it's a two year tournament exemption, which I think there's a few other uh, folks. Will, when we get into the DraftKings piece, I'll talk about how they may play off of that a little better than than others. But uh, but yeah, a two years player exemption for the winner. Which uh, once again, Ricky Fowler, what, why didn't you call up one of your boys? Yeah, you could have called up Spieth or JT and played, right? It's like, hey man, we we are showing up to this thing. It's I need like a tag team. Hey, Spieth, get in there. Come on. I, I, I need a hall pass. <laughs> I need a hall pass. <laughs> Uh, let's see who else is in here. Uh, Brown and Kisner, uh, Kisner, I believe they were second, uh, what were they runner up? 
uh, Kisner and Brown. And by the way, if you don't know Kisner and Brown, those guys play uh, tournaments. Uh, they play practice rounds regularly before the tournaments. It is alleged that they take a lot of money in the practice rounds. And uh, eh, okay, here we go. Uh, 2017, you got Kisner and Brown lost to Cameron and Blixed. And uh, who Billy Horschel and eight Billy and Piercy and 18 lost to Duffner and Pat Perez. By the way, Jason Kokrak and Pat Perez, if I were going to the tournament, I would bird dog those folks and I would follow them around the whole damn time because that is probably going to be the most fun group to watch. Can you imagine the jawing that's going to be going on? In, in I that? would like to see so. those two playing along Watson and Scheffler. That would be good. I'm, I don't know if they'd have time to hit a ball with all the noise they'd be making. Uh, interesting enough, Sergio Garcia and Tommy Fleetwood, uh, runners-up last uh, in 2019, neither one of them are at this tournament. Yeah, that's a little strange, right? Everybody else, uh, the past three years at least, they were, uh, they were here. Uh, let's see. So we covered covered that. Uh, Avondale, Louisiana, by the way, is the, uh, is the town that it's in Bermuda grass tea to green. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's uh, it'd be interesting to hear how everybody else is setting up their DraftKings lineups again. Uh, and looking at fantasy national, there's, uh, I'll say lim- there, there, there are no stats for, for the Zurich classic. So you can't actually go back to this tournament and look at stats. Uh, you can go and look at recent form for Pete Dye courses. Uh, or you can go back and look at TPC, but not specific to the Zurich. So. I'm kind of surprised at some of this pricing, aren't you? Like uh, Coke Rack at 8300 bucks with Pat Perez. That's pretty dang cheap. Coke Rack's been playing pretty good golf. Well, not only that, I mean, consider this. So you got Coke Rack that's priced there, and then look at uh, sort of here on Fantasy National. McNeely. Look at. Look at Matt Wolf at eleven thousand three hundred. Not paired with Morikawa, then no way that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Burns at ten five. Well, that brings me to my point, right? Him. So look at like so Morikawa and Wolf, right? We know Wolf has not been playing well. He's not in great form. Eleven thousand three hundred, and then you got, and then you got uh, Kokrak, you know, down there. Like what did I say? It was eighty something hundred. And it's like Kokrak's been playing really good golf. I know he's not. I know he's not calling, calling Morikawa, but he's kind of been playing like lots of ten, top tens and everything. You know. Well, and paired with Pat Perez, it plays really well at this golf course. Yeah. Uh, again, runner up in. I don't know. I said it a minute ago, but yeah, runner yeah, yeah. up in 2018, I believe. Um, so yeah, I mean, it kind of goes to show. Uh, it, it's definitely screwy in the way. I'm glad that they've got it out there. It's going to be a fun. It's. It was stressful is not the right word to use. It was difficult picking because you're looking at some of these guys and it's like ah, I don't want to pay that much money for that guy, but uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, because what do we, so we got 80 teams, top 35 and ties will, uh, will move on to the weekend. So we'll at least see one round of each of best ball and then alternate shot. So, uh, I do hope, I hope Bubba makes it to the weekend just to see, I, I want to see how many, uh, rough spots he can put Scheffler in. And, and then I want to fast forward and make a note to say, how many times does Scheffler play with Bubba Watson in a team event again? Who are you shocked that's mostly, that's, that's not here? Like JT and Spieth together? Ricky Fowler. Well, I mean, and, like I seriously mean, though, like JT and Spieth are playing really good golf right now. Like, you know, 
Yeah, and I would say that they're both good team golfers. Uh, who uh, who was um, uh, who did Patrick play with for a couple of years, and he had some good runs here. Uh, who Reed? Yeah, like. Uh, I don't know. I, w- I would think speed for the Ryder Cup kind of stuff or whatnot. Well, yeah. Sergio and Fleetwood, man, from yeah. uh, runner-up last year. I'm surprised they're not here. Uh, Rory Sabatini and Brian Gay in 2019 mm-hmm. or T3. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's Sabatini at? I didn't see him in there. Yeah. Uh, Kisner and Brown, again, are there. You know, they're holding on to each other tight. Ian Poulter. Uh, he was T nine in 2019. He's he, wouldn't it be fun to see like uh, Bryson and Morikawa together. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't know. Other than a forced event like a president or Ryder Cup, I don't think that we're going to see Bryson in any. And I, I could be wrong. Maybe they're already out there. But in in these elective events, I don't think anybody's playing with Bryson. But you know, like the longest driver on the tour, and then the best iron player on tour. Teamed up. See, so so that yes, it would be, but that's why I'm saying I don't know that that's necessarily the best strategy, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, it works out really well when when it's Bryson's t you know, when it's Bryson's tee shot, <clears throat> but then when you've got uh, who'd you say Morikawa, yeah, and then you got Morikawa teeing off, and then you've got Bryson, you know, eighty yards short of where he would mm-hmm. typically hit into the green. I what's that going to do to him, right? And mm-hmm. then which. You know, I mean, Bryson, I'm going to say he can be kind of, you know, if he's got a weak part of his game, it's probably his putter. So, you know, does that and and Morikawa, we saw what happened to him. I, over thought, the it weekend. Was a, I thought it was Augusta. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's probably not the wrong thing to say. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, let's see. Corey Connors. I didn't see him in the field this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's probably he's probably tired. All right. So where are you starting at? Uh, I am starting. I don't have anybody in the elite tiers. So in the elite tiers, you got Patrick and Xander, Ron Palmer, Morikawa Wolf, Leishman and Smith, which if, if that Aussie team wasn't in $11,000, I'd have probably started there, but I didn't. Watson and Scheffler. Uh, I thought so, about it and, until until I just mentioned that Scheffler's going to be hitting some shots that he never has to hit on the golf course. So if Cantley wouldn't have stood you up the last couple of weeks, would you have taken him? <laughs> uh, in my mind, that's the team to beat. I, I yeah. think that that's, uh, you know, but I mean, again, what's Cantley done the past couple of weeks? But th- this is going to be a whole different uh, format coming into, you know, a traditional golf tournament. So yeah, maybe I, I think that, that, that very, I mean, on paper, just coming into this thing, uh, I would say everybody else is going to think that that's the case too. So I I'd yeah. say they're pretty heavy chalk on Cantley and Shoffley. Uh, uh, Watson and Sh- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I started mine, uh, at 9,300. Uh, let's see. 93. Well, I started a little earlier than that. I believe. Go ahead. Hold on, I'm just trying to get down. Uh, actually, I started 9,300 also. Okay. Uh, Keegan Bradley mm-hmm. and Brendan Steele. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, shit, I don't, but, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to say? Uh, Steele, two top fives uh, this season. He hasn't missed a cut. 
Uh, Keegan and Steele, they're regularly playing practice rounds together. I, feel, I mean, I think these are two guys that can make a lot of birdies. They know each other's game. I think that's going to bode well from an alternate shot perspective. Keegan's got three, tw- uh, three top 25s on the season. Uh, here's the thing. I think that if Keegan shows up and he can just not miss as many putts as he's been missing, I think that that's, uh, that's the team. That's, that's the team to beat for me, not on paper. That's the team to beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't disagree more. That's why I picked him there as well. I thought uh, Keegan's been playing great golf, Steele as well. And uh, I mean, for that price point, that's where I wanted to start. I played around with it earlier uh, before coming up with this particular lineup. And I felt when I went higher, when the if I was, was going to go for a Cantlay and a Shoffley and start there, it really restricted what I could do down uh, down the pricing or whatnot. So that's why I started at that $9,300 mark. It got, a little, it got a little tough if you started really high. Yeah, I was just looking to see where they finished at here in the past. I think Keegan Keegan plays well here. So, uh, yeah. All right, number two. Uh, yeah, I don't know where you're going to next. So, I went to um, my two guys at ninety two hundred bucks, and neither one of them have played here, so they're great picks. <laughs> Tom Lewis and Tom the Toms. Went for the pair. Yeah, the pair Tom the, squared. The pair Tom squared. Went for Tom squared. Yeah, Tom Tom Lewis and Tom Peter Thomas Peters. Um, you look at oh, this is a Tom Lewis uh, Heritage last week twenty fifth, fifty uh, fourth at Valero, fifty uh, sixth at uh, Coralales Putacana, thirty sixth at the Honda, and then you look at. Thomas Peters, he was uh, 13th at Corellis, uh, 15th at the Puerto Rico Open, 23rd at the U.S. Open. That was last year. But last two starts, uh, 13th and 15th, so not bad. I mean, I think they're playing pretty good golf right now. Uh, I like the price point. I think they, they can pair well here. Yep, I'm, I'm totally with you. I think that's I think that's a sleeper pick. I don't know if they're, they're going to be heavily played, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, good things could come from there. I, my friend, <laughs> went to Mr. Damon and Lanto Griffin at $9,000. Mm. Uh, Joel Damon coming in off of a recent victory. Um, I think there's going to be some chemistry there with those two guys. I guess, if anything, the Bermuda may not bode well for 74th at Valero. First, uh, he won uh, Corrales Punta Cana. We won't talk about prior to that because he did kind of have a little bit of a cold streak. Uh, That being said, Lanto Griffin, he missed the Masters, 35th at the Players, uh, 34th at Valero, 21st API. So uh, I feel like Lanto and Damon, I feel like there's going to be some great chemistry there, man. So that's really where I'm going. And again, I think you either got to compliment the player or you got to have good chemistry. And I feel like that's going to be the case in, in, in both uh, for Damon and Griffin. Yeah, they've been on hot streaks. Absolutely good pick, man. I went, the, I went for the Hoff and Nick Whiteley. Watney, uh, starting with the Hoff, he was uh, 16th at the RBC, uh, second at Valero, 34, uh, 34th Corrales, 17th at the Players. I mean, we know the hot streak, right? 10th at API, just been striking the ball so well at the Heritage last week. TD Green, he gained 3.1 shots on the field. Um, he was 3.2 around the green, three putting. So everything in his game's doing really good. And then if you look at... Nick Watney, again, playing partner, so not that great. <laughs> um, but uh, I just, I think, I think as a team, I think they can, they can, they can do all right. So yeah, probably not a great pick. For uh, Charlie Watney. Hoffman probably play, playing some of the best golf he's played in 
in uh, quite some time. Yeah, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I'm hoping he's. I'm hoping he pulls that team up. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think you got good chemistry there for those guys. So I, I feel like that's. Uh, I feel like that's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to the most entertaining team on the golf course, which is going to make it to the weekend. Jason Kokrak and Pat Perez. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they, they're going to have a good time. The chemistry is going to be flowing out there. Um, Let's see. Kokrak, 49th at the Masters, 9th at the Players, also a Pete Dye course, 8th at the Palmer, uh, 9th at the WGC Mexico. So I'm liking where Kokrak's game's at. I think he'll, I think he's going to pull something out of, uh, out of Pat Perez, which plays good at this golf course, by the way. Uh, I feel like, um, I don't know that it's theirs for the taking, but I do like him for a top five. He did miss Heritage. He missed the cut at Heritage, 67 Valero, 48th at Corrales, uh, 48th at the Honda, and missed the cut at the players. I don't know why this one suits his eye better from a Pete Dye design than, than the others do, but hey, it does. I went to 8,000 for Tringali and Castro. Uh, Tringali, 17 rounds at this course, and he's got awesome numbers with the exception of off the tee but uh shots gained total he's fourth in this field second uh tee to green uh fourth ball striking uh, 13th around the green first on approach uh second around the green and then first in dk points so i mean you talk about a stud at this place and then castro uh tee to green 21st uh ball striking 20th off the tee 38th approach 18th and then not a good putter uh, and the 53rd and DraftKings points. But then if you look at um, some past history uh, for Castro, 18th at Coriolis, 39th at the Puerto Rico Open, and uh, not not very good after that. But uh, again, two good starts in a row uh, for him. And then from a Tringali perspective, last couple starts, 9th at Valero, 13th at Honda, missed a cut at the players, 31st at API, 26th Genesis, 7th AT&T. Uh, good thanks, thanks for thanks for playing out of turn. Uh, that's a one stroke penalty, by the way. Uh, <sighs> should, I Doug, you, should I give you my naw? <laughs> Dang it! Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, I went. Uh, I went. Doug Gim and Justin. So, um, so here's the deal. So as I mentioned earlier. You get a two-year exemption here. I think oh, yeah. these guys are definitely going to – they're going to spend some time on tour. That two-year exemption is uh, going to carry a lot of weight. I think they're going to come in with uh, with some passion for, hey, we we, we need this. Uh, are they going to win it? I don't think so. Top 25? It's, it's, uh, I like them for top 20. And, and, again, there's a lot of motivation for these guys to, uh, to come in strong. So, with Gim – uh, 33 at RBC, 44th at Valero, 29th at the players. So he does tend to favor um, Pete Dye courses. And then with Su, uh, 28th Punta Cana, 35th at the Puerto Rico Open. The good news is, is there's water around the lot of water on the course. So I feel like uh, give him some water and he likes it. So I think, uh, I think Gim's going to be playing hard for his, uh, his partner and I like them in my lineup. I'm down to 7,600. Yeah, you go ahead. 
Okay, I took uh, Gordon and Thompson. Love the way Thompson's been striking the ball. Uh, definitely shown a lot of improvement over some past performance. He was 42nd last week, 34th at the Masters, 19th at the Honda, 48th at the Players, missed a cut at the Genesis, 34th at the AT&T. You look at um, Will Gordon, missed a cut last week, uh, 78th at the Valero, 34th at Corrales, 36th at the Honda, 49th API, 22nd Puerto Rico, 21st AP, AT&T. Uh, so, so not bad, not bad history there. And then uh, if we look at uh, the two of them, only Thompson's played here. He's played here 12 rounds. Uh, not great stats, but again, I, I like the recent form with that guy. Yeah, make it make it a double. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there with you. I can't you argue me do with all any, the work. <laughs> I can't argue with anything those guys are doing. Uh, so my last and final, I've got uh, Matthew Neesmith and Chase Seifert. All right, I got a double on that one. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and Chase Seifert, obviously, uh, you know the best stats out of the twos: fifth in putting, tenth in DraftKings points, six. Uh, he's ranked six total, T to green. And uh, Chase was 42nd at RBC, 44 Valero, 18 Corrales, third at the Honda, 15th at the Puerto Rico Open. Once again, put give this man a Mai Tai, get him around water and give him a golf course, and he knows how to play. Neesmith, uh, 48th at the RBC, 34th at Valero. I feel like I feel like I'm reading like the like the stats are the same for each guy, which I think that's the one reason why those guys are going to show up and play really well together. I think they're going to have a lot of chemistry on course and. Again, looking at the previous winners, hey, it it it's not necessarily going to uh, one of the top tiered uh, top tier names out there. I mean, yeah, you get you got to draw on it, but he did miss the cut at the players. I'm going to give him a uh, give him a pass on that one for the RBC. But yeah, Neesmith and Seifert, I think that is a yeah. extremely solid pairing at seventy five hundred dollars, and I didn't have to go any lower. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this week on the one and done, we're burning two people, right? That's what we're going to do. Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? All right, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. All right. I am taking, uh, where is he at? I'm taking Rose and Stenson. Where are they at? Nine something. Yeah, 9,500 bucks. <clears throat> so Rose has played here 18 times, 18 rounds. He is first shots gained total. He is first tee to green, first in ball striking, 28th uh, short game, second off the tee, fourth on the approach, fourth around the green, 68th putting, and third in DK points. Uh, Henry Stenson has not played here. I think you and I were talking about him a little while ago in terms of recent form. So last week, uh, or like the Masters, he was 38th, which was a good showing for him. Not good before that. I'm not going to go into that history. But then Jay Rose, man, he's really kind of starting to pick it up a little bit as well himself. If we look at some of his past history, he was 7th at the Masters, 54th at Mexico, missed the cut of RSM, 23rd at the Masters last year. So he hadn't played much between those two Masters, if you will. But, uh, I mean... He turned some heads for me uh, a couple weeks ago. And he's back with his coach. Yeah. He's back with the coach, right? Yeah. He's he's back yeah, back with the coach. So so we'll we'll see how it goes. I got a feeling uh got a feeling Cal's pulling ahead again even farther, <laughs> even farther in the one and done because I'm going Keegan Bradley, Brendan Steele, both have 24 rounds here. Keegan Bradley, fourth in strokes gain total. He's eighth in ball striking. He's leading the field in approach, 
36 in putting and 16th in DraftKings points. And Brendan Steele, uh, everything looks pretty good except for around the green. Keegan will take care of that from a ball striking perspective. So, yep, give me Keegan, give me Steele. There you go. There you go. I feel like that's a good porn name, Keegan Steele. That's kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> like that movie, uh, what was it? Yeah, the, I forget the name of it, yeah. The, the one with Mark Wahlberg. The one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, uh, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. There you go. Boogie yeah. Nights. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it should be a fun tournament. Uh, it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting format that we haven't seen in, uh, what, over a year? So uh, I guess coming up on two years. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think the tournament's going to be a lot more fun than it was trying to sift through and filter uh, some of these names that usually don't sit at the price tag that they came in at. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to drinking some more of this baby sass, too. This stuff is tasty. Mm, there you go. It's very tasty. Uh, what did we miss, Dan? What do we got coming up on the show this week? Let's take a look. Uh, let's see. Well, we got to record it. So we're going to, uh, I'm, we're going to move from this Sazerac, uh, baby Saz rye. We're going to be enjoying some Holmes key rum. Uh, we've got a few expressions we're going to try with, um, with those folks on the show. So that's going to be a fun one. Um, I think we're going to release Craig Foster. I know that. Hmm, Dynaline putting. Yep. It's going to be awesome. By the way, we do need to still get scheduled, uh, with him to, uh, to get our putting lesson. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Right before we go, I mean, golf season, it's never really stopped for me, but, uh, yeah, but we got to get that, that scheduled. So that was a great, uh, it was a great chat with him and just talking about the whole setup and who, um, uh, Elkington was, uh, you know, kind of the, the guy that, uh, that really embraced the Dynaline putting, um, process and uh yeah it was really really great chat and just talking about you know the whole putting setup and definitely talk uh talked about a few golfers out there and kind of what they're doing and not what they're doing wrong it wasn't uh judgmental it was more constructive and you know what do you do to get better so yeah yeah uh yeah so should be uh should be good times and good shows coming up got lots of uh we got a lot of uh, a lot of booze people coming on uh, we've got, uh, we've got some more golf content coming on. I think we've got a couple of PGA, PGA tour players booked. Mm-hmm. So that should be, uh, should be some fun, interactive conversation with them. Definitely some more distilleries, et cetera. So yeah, looking forward to it. Once again, thanks everybody that, uh, that jumped on for, uh, our second major series barrel pick release. We really appreciate you getting that out. Those did go out today. Uh, so putter ho, hopefully they make it down. Uh, hopefully they make it to you before you head to the ocean course. And I hope you play well there. Uh, outside of that, man, I think, uh, I think it's a wrap. There you go. All right. We're off. Cheers. Cheers.